Sports-ish Podcast, a place for those of us who like sports-ish. We are making sports fun, cute, digestible, you know the drill. This is not your boyfriend's sports news. My name is Lily, and I am the founder of The Sports-ish, and I have my husband, Ashton, who is my co-host, my podcast co-host. He brings the sports, I bring the ish together. We are Sports-ish. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Excited to be back. I I am really happy you're back. I'm going to be honest. It feels like I haven't been on in a while. I'm going to be honest. You were on two weeks ago. So. All right. (laughs) You just had one week off. I replaced you with my dad for a hot minute. I do have to say for our listeners, I was like a little nervous to put that episode out just because it was different. It was very sports heavy. There was... Very little-ish. You know what? I'm sure some people enjoyed that. No, I think a lot of people did. And and it's a cool, you know, connection with your father. I'm getting good feedback to kind of hear like the origin story, how I was raised in the middle of sports. Most people love the story of me sobbing my eyes out when the Salt Lake City Council or Congress, whatever it was, turned down the Real Salt Lake Stadium. yeah. Rookie move by them. Rookie move. And then my dad being like, nah, screw it. Like, let's call David Beckham over and break ground in Sandy tomorrow, yeah. despite what they voted. And cannon event. A cannon event, as the kids are saying these days. What, is that? <laughs> what does that mean? A cannon event? Yeah, never heard that. So like a cannon event, and I'm going to butcher this because I'm not a Gen Z or whatever they call themselves. <sighs> it's like an event in your life that is... Like, it's just like written in the stars. It has to happen. And it's like, has like a profound effect. I think, I think, I don't know. This is a Gen Z term. Yeah. Well, it's actually a term used for like, I think it originated probably in anime. Like a canon event is like the lore. It's like, okay, if it's a canon event that is like set in stone, right? Like in Marvel, there's a ton of different universes and stories and comics. Like a canon event is like, like, okay, this is official. Okay. Like. I, I'm confused, but I'll, it's I'll just look like it, it up on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should probably do that, too. It's been a big week in sports. Do I say that every week? I do. But it really has been because, I mean, Sunday was the U.S. Open yep. final day. Mm-hmm. Wyndham Clark. I'm sure you'll cover all of this in your Mansplain Minute, so I don't want to, like... Honestly, no. No, I, you you know, don't I, I, don't, I don't have anything golf-related now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, I'm so grateful. But I think we should include in our recap of the week, Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open yep. on Sunday. I'll throw in something really quick. Okay, all right. Edit that Mansplain Minute. Um, I don't... I'm not a golf fan. I think I've mentioned this many times on the podcast. It's not my thing, but I was invested in the last day of the U.S. Open, mostly because Wyndham Clark was on the cusp of winning, and I had heard his story about his mom passing away in 2013, and kind of like he wanted to quit golf after her death, but then, you know, her words encouraged him to keep playing, and here he is winning his first major, and kind of cool so love Wyndham Clark loved that story that really got me into golf there's just a lot going on in sports and we're gonna cover it all in your mansplain minute yes are you ready to tell us what's going on yes all right let me grab a quick drink just another casual Red Bull at 9:52 p.m. thank you a little dose of caffeine Ashton but the best part is it's like you can go to sleep 
No problem after. Nothing a little Mike will can't fix. Yeah, gosh. We don't don't condone this. Um, Okay, Mansplain Minute. One minute, starting now. All right, in the NFL, we got Aaron Rodgers pushing for acceptance of psychedelics. All on board for that. Tyreek Hill is also under investigation on allegations of assault slash battery after allegedly slapping an employee on the back of the head at a marina in, I believe, Miami. MLB, Shohei Otani is good at baseball, currently sits at number one for the power or for the hitter power ranking while also pitching. The Oakland A's suck, and Tom Hanks is upset that they are leaving Oakland. NBA, all hell is breaking loose in the trade market as Chris Paul is getting sent to Golden State Warriors. Marcus Smart was traded from the Celtics, among a bunch of other trades. Victor Wembanyama was also selected as number one tonight in the NBA draft. Also big news, Slam Ball, just like from One Tree Hill, has signed a two-year deal with ESPN. V excited. NHL, Vegas Golden Knights secure free lap dances for life with their Stanley Cup win. My Flames are in absolute shambles as players continue to force their way out. And Ryan Reynolds, Snoop Dogg, and The Weeknd failed in their bid to get the Ottawa Senators. Sad day for hockey fans. UFC slash fighting. Elon Musk, oh my gosh, has challenged Mark Zuckerberg to accept a cage match, which Zuckerberg has accepted, kind of. You, you, your time is up. Yeah. Lots to unpack there. I don't know what the Vegas Golden Knights lap dance comment was, but that was gross. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, Vegas, right? Um, I see. Well, no. So there's there's a strip club in Vegas, allegedly. So during the Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup run, they put out a statement saying if the Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup, they get free lap dances for life. They said that. Yes. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. Most of them are family men. I know that because that's the part I focused on when I was posting about the Stanley Cup. Are there a lot of... I mean, there's a couple family men, but... A lot of family it men. It feels like there might be a couple guys out there that might be trying to take advantage. Well, they can Tough go enjoy that. Um, hopefully none of the family men are doing that. Yes, hopefully not. Uh, okay. Elon Musk and Mark yeah. Zuckerberg have agreed to do a... Kind of. Fight? Well, so Elon Musk, out of nowhere, the guy's a sporadic tweeter. Mm -hmm. He sends out a challenge to saying that he will fight Mark Zuckerberg in a cage match. And Mark Zuckerberg, he tweeted out, and I don't know the exact verbatim, but it was something to the effect of, like, name, name the place. Like, place and time, right? Being like, yeah, I'll do it. Because... They're not gonna do it. I think they could. I mean... Elon Musk is kind of crazy, but like Mark Zuckerberg also trains in like Brazilian jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. In my opinion, I feel like Zuckerberg has to win that because he has background, but like I just can't see picture anyone who looks like that ever winning a fight ever. And I don't want to see either of them with their shirts off, to be honest. So it would be hysterical. I would love to we'll see, see that. We'll see. The NBA draft is yeah, currently, it's, yeah, currently going on. But of course, as we know, Wem, wem by Wemby. That's yep, how he. Wemby. That's how he goes. We'll our we'll boy, call him our, Wemby. Our, our boy Wemby from France. Nineteen-year-old Wemby went number one to the Spurs. Yep. It was written in the stars. Everybody knew it yep. was going to happen. Yeah, they've got like a little French connection there. Have you have you seen any of the highlights of this guy? Yeah, he's insane. Yeah, he's just like the tallest, gangliest, gangliest, incredible athlete Did ever. Did you see the video of him holding a baseball? Yeah, oh my gosh. And someone was like, a it, baseball in his hands looks like a marble. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like me holding a golf ball. Yeah, I mean, like, he's just a large dude. Lar- like, but you don't even want to say large. He's just freakishly tall. Yes, and, and gangly. Yes, lanky. super skinny. But everyone's saying that he has the most excitement since LeBron James yeah. as a draft pick. Yeah, yeah. 
So, Which I feel like that's a tough act to follow. So yeah. we'll see if the hype gets to him or not. But Speaking of LeBron James, can I just make a comment? Yes. Today I saw a video of LeBron James at a Louis Vuitton fashion show running into Rihanna, who is pretty pregnant. I'm not entirely sure when she's due, but sometime within the next few months. Mm-hmm. Our girl Riri. Riri. Love her. And he openly, like, cups the bump with his hands and rubs and I gasped because I have been pregnant twice in my life. There is nothing more uncomfortable than someone touching your pregnant belly when you're not expecting it. So funny. But do we know she wasn't expecting it? Yes. Yes. Her face is kind of like, oh, 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 okay. Thanks. Good to see you. That's so funny. And he's a rubbin. And there are people that think it's okay. He's clearly one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not. It's not it. It's not yeah. it for me. Immediately canceled, in my opinion. I canceled. That feels extreme. Look, I think it's it's all like an individual level. Obviously, ultimately, it's up to our girl Riri. I don't think it's like super egregious. At least, at least, it's like very okay. obvious you, she's super. As brainy. someone who has never been pregnant, I'm actually gonna go ahead and say that you don't ha- get an opinion sure. on this matter. I, I still don't think you can cancel someone over that. I'm right? not gonna cancel LeBron, but I just thought. I thought it was a little cringy. Yeah. You know what? At least she was pregnant. I mean, we both know a hilarious story of somebody rubbing someone's belly (laughs) (laughs) who wasn't pregnant and thought she was pregnant. No coming back from that. No. (laughs) Goodness, no. The U.S. women's national team roster was named. That was left out of your mansplain minute, but should have been top of mind. Did you see the video? Yeah, with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was included. So were many others. Actually, we're going to save that for our pop quiz. So just know that that's coming. Okay. Uh, but the Women's World Cup starts next month in Australia. I'm super excited. I didn't realize that they're going for their third consecutive title yeah. in the World Cup. That would be epic. Watching... I mean, I'm cheering for Canada, but also no, USA, no. you know, secondary no, cheering for no. them. Go Team USA, always and forever. Watching the men in the World Cup this past year in November, I mean, they didn't even get close. The U.S. is not a premier like nation for soccer in terms of men's soccer yet. But that's what's cool is that our women's team is yeah, they're very so dominant. good, so dominant. Yeah. So I would love to see them bring home the cup. But the U.S. the U.S. men's did just win the Concacaf Cup, which is like yes. the North South American. They did um, with the Concacaf championship. Cup. Yeah, they beat Canada in the finals. I should say. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Tough loss. Wow. We'll get you guys back. World Cup. Sure. Um, and in the semifinals against Mexico, did you see they had to end the game early? I mean, it was a crazy game. There was like four red cards given, lots of fights. Really? I, I didn't see any of it. They ended the game early. There were also like some homophobic chants being thrown in there. Where? Uh, Vegas. Oh, that's sad to hear. The chants that were being used were like commonly used Mexican soccer chants. It says the chant in which fans shout a slur at the opposing goalkeeper during his run up to take a goal kick has been a tradition in Mexican football for many years with differing stories as to its origins. But what's certain is the negative connotations it carries and the detrimental effects that it has had on the Mexican national team over the years. That's sad. I mean, 
I, I feel like we've come a long way. Sometimes it's hard to like parse tradition from reality, like current reality and like moving on from things that are just like not cool nowadays. Not cool ever, but I'm glad that people nowadays are realizing that it should it should stop and it did stop the game a little bit early. Mexico lost. Okay, let's move on to our pop quiz. And then we'll move on to the meat of the podcast. I'm pretty excited about it. But let's start with our pop quiz. I have three questions about pop culture-ish, as we call it. You have three questions about sports. We'll see who knows their stuff this week. Are you ready? Yes. You throw the first sports question at me. Which two colleges are currently competing in the College World Series to go to the championship game to play Florida? I know. I actually know one of them. Wake Forest is one of the teams. Give, I need a hint on the other. I'm struggling. Okay. One of your favorite football players went to this school. Joe Burrow. LSU. Yes. Okay. LSU, Wake Forest. Okay. Love it. Yes. So whoever, it's a three-game series. LSU won the first game. If they win tonight then they'll play Florida for the World Series Championship, the College World Series Championship. Kind of cute. It's like a mini World Series. Yeah, for no, the it's really cool. guys. That's really yep. fun. That's cute. Um, okay, here's your ish question. So this question relates to the submarine tragedy, which I want to say we're not making light of at all. It's an absolutely heartbreaking, terrible situation. So sad. Today we found out that the victims are all passed on and it's just so sad yeah but it has like dominated the news yeah and like pop culture in general the amount of like memes and tiktoks i've seen that are kind of funny about it i don't know (laughs) but i'm not funny about this lily i don't know there are something no i've seen some funny funny memes okay but it relates to them Can you name the two main characters' names in the movie Titanic and the two actors who play those characters? Jack and Rose. Wow. And the actors were... I'm trying to remember who Rose was. I can picture her perfectly. Um, But Jack was Leonardo DiCaprio. Obvi. uh, And Rose... I'm trying to remember her name. I'll give you a hint. She has the same name as Prince William's wife. What's so funny is like, I just want to say Kate Hudson, but uh, no, it's not. It's not Kate Hudson. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I forget her name. Kate Winslet. Winslet. Yeah, I would have never remembered it. But you got most of that. Yeah, I could picture her. I knew what she looked like. That is an all-time movie. We have a rose. Our... Our baby girl is Rose, and I love, love the Titanic. It's not after that movie, but... Yeah, I mean, there was room for two on that, that whatever it was, a piano thing. There was what? You know, at the end, when, like, Jack dies, there was room for two, but whatever. Never let go, Jack. Tough loss. It's really, it's just heartbreaking all Mm -hmm. around. The movie and the real-life submarine situation. All right, give it to me. All right. Which newly drafted NBA player was talking trash about Michael Jordan? I'll give you a hint. He also was involved with a pretty significant gun crime during his college. No idea. Drawing a blank. Played for Alabama. We talked about him. 
We talked about him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Brandon Miller. Oh. This is the best part. He was just drafted number two. Guess where? Where? The Charlotte Hornets. Oh, who Michael Jordan used to own. Used to own. Yeah. We're talking, he was talking some serious trash over the last couple of days. Like he was saying, they asked him how, like, who's your, like, MJ or LeBron, who's your goat? And he's like, honestly, neither. And he said, Paul mm-hmm. George's. I grew up watching Paul George. What? And they're like, what? Like, first of all, no one thinks he's Paul, not like, even Paul in George, the look, don't get me wrong. Paul George is a great basketball player. He's not, he's not even in the conversation for the goat. I don't even think he's in the conversation for like top 20 players, let alone a goat. That's wild. Um, and then he went on to say like, oh yeah, he's old. I saw him airball a free throw and, you know, just talking serious trash. That is. It's hilarious. But here's where, here's my, my take on it. I do think that he's just trolling MJ. I feel like they have to have a good relationship and they were talking trash when they visited. And, and he was like, dude, I'm going to talk smack about you in my interviews. And MJ was like, no, you're not like I dare you. I dare you. And so I feel like, I feel like they actually have a decent relationship. Yes. Because, I mean, I just, I, I can't take anyone seriously who says Paul George is their goat. That's, I feel like that, like, that had to be Paul George is not, it's not in the top 150 NBA players of all time. Definitely not in the goat conversation. That was a bold choice by our friend, what's his name? Brandon. Brandon Miller. Brandon. Okay. The U.S. Women's National Team roster was submitted yesterday. Name three of the famous celebrities who helped announce the roster in the video. Taylor Swift? Yes. Serena? No. Nope. <laughs> Rihanna? <laughs> LeBron James? No. There was a quarterback. Joe Burrow? <laughs> Josh no. Allen? No. Oh, oh, I actually, I do know. Um, Aaron Rodgers was one of them. No, he wasn't. He should have been. No, it was... Tom Brady. Jalen Hurts? Yes. Okay. All right. I quit. Who who was it? Who... There was so many. John Cena, Gabrielle Union, Tim Howard, Joe Biden. That's hysterical. There, uh, Blake Lively. Oh, yes. I did. I did see that. Tina Fey. I have heard of her. I got the important one, T-Swift. Yes, that one was incredible. Lil Wayne was in there. Love that. Sophia Bush. Okay, big fan of Sophia Bush. Rain Wilson. Okay. You know him. Yeah. yeah. Dwight. Shaq. Issa Rae. Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, that's right. I did remember reading Michaela that. Michaela Schifrin. Okay, the goat of skiing. Mariska Haggerty. Har- Never heard of her. Hargitay. You know... Law and Order SVU. Oh, okay. Got it. Iconic. Great, great TV series. Kind of like, I want to know how they matched these celebrities up to these players. Honestly, it kind of just feels like it was like a shotgun. It was just like spray and see who said yes. I just think it's awesome. No, no. Great. Love it. We love the hype. Okay. Last question for me. Which college football team just had to vacate all their wins from 2012 to 2015? Big news. That's huge news. Yeah, that is huge news, but I truly don't know. LSU. What? Yeah, they had Wait, to vacate. Wait, like Joe Burrow all, year? All of their wins. No, I think I don't think Joe Burrow played from 2012 to 2015. I mean, okay, that was, yeah, that was seven was, years no, ago. Yeah, he that was, was eight years ago. He Holy. was after that. Yeah. So what happened was, is they're one of their offensive linemen, Vidal, 
Alexander was apparently ineligible for his entire tenure there, which he started four years. So every game he played in, they had to forfeit. academically or I, I, I don't really know. I didn't I didn't see that. Oh, but that I mean, sucks. they had to they effectively had to forfeit 37 wins and two bowl victories. That's terrible. That my goodness, that's just so sad. Okay. Blank 182 concerts have been in the headlines twice this mm, week. Yep. Can you name why? One of them was because one of the stepsons of one of the guys on the Titan submarine that went under decided to go to the concert even though his stepfather was missing. Yes. Because that's what his family would have wanted. Yes. And he, probably he probably because he was celebrating because his stepfather who was in there, very wealthy man, I mean, his trust fund just got significantly larger. I hope that's not the situation, but he did not seem remorseful in his Instagram apology. No, he I'm was having honest. a party at Blink-182. Um, the second reason. That Blink-182 was... Oh, yes. Travis Barker. Yes. Is having a baby. With? <laughs> Kourtney Kardashian. Good. Nailed it. You, you hesitated on which sister it was. It's Courtney. They all kind of blur together. Yeah. They've um, all got the same plastic surgeon, so you know. Oh, gosh, Ashton. I'm just joking. They look great. Before we get into the meat of the podcast, I feel it's important to dive into the most dramatic story in sports news this week. Are you ready? Yep. It has to do with collegiate bowling. Have you heard about the college bullying oh, scandal? Have I? Of course. I mean, it's just an all-time story. And the headline, just <laughs> chef's kiss. All right. I'm going to read. I'm going to tell the story, and then we can dive deep. Are you ready? Yep. So there is a college bowling team that is very, very good. They were the NCAA champions in 2016 and 2019 and the NCAA runners-up in 2022, okay? Mm -hmm. As far as collegiate ladies bowling, they're at the top. Oh, yeah. The, the Alabama of college bowling, if you will. Correct. Who even knew? Yep, not me. Not me, but now I do because of Steve Lemke. Mm -hmm. Steve Lemke is their assistant coach, or should I say was their assistant coach. assistant coach and it has come to light that he has had an affair with a player on the bowling team and the affair was on his wife obviously who is the head coach of the team honestly kind of impressive when you put it that way right like unshocking that he got caught but like the absolute audacity the audacity not only is it an affair on his wife? It is with one of his wife's teammates. No, not teammates. One of his wife's players. Yes. His, one of his wife's players. Yeah. She's the coach. Can we talk about also the headline of the article that like I, I broke the news? Question mark. Like, I don't know. What did it say? Spare relationship causes awkward split. Honestly, <laughs> like two puns in there. Give the guy a raise. Give the guy or girl a raise. Incredible. Who wrote that? Spare relationship offers... Causes awkward split. Spare relationship causes awkward split. 
It's true though. That's what happened. Okay, so anyways, he is now fired. Um, and he did an interview with the school newspaper. Did you hear oh, about was that? that well, maybe that was a newspaper that broke the news. I don't know. I saw his comments, which are honestly great. Let me tell you about what it said. I knew it was kind of a no-no. <laughs> kind of a no-no. But hmm. there's not a rule saying it can't happen. <laughs> there's no law saying I'm going to go to jail for doing something like this. There's nothing in stone. I guess it's just an ethics code. Like, we frown upon it. But there's no rule. There's no law broken. What is going on in this man's mind? I mean, no no lies were spoken, but what? <laughs> like... There's no lie, bro. Sure, 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 sure. I, I, had I, didn't, I didn't break a law. I mean, I like, I guess we frown upon it. Like, I guess we frown upon cheating on your spouse with one of your players who was also, like, under your wife who was the head coach. Okay. Then he went into detail to the paper that his wife found out about the relationship after seeing a text message from the student athlete on his phone. He says, it didn't have anything in detail. It was just about how amazing I am. Basically, in a general perspective. Amber saw that and questioned me, and I got to the point where it just built up so much that I basically told her the truth after she dug through my phone. Basically told her the truth while she dug through my phone? What? I mean, what, what, do you, like, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are that this man, Steve Lemke, is what is wrong with the world in general? He is clearly arrogant. He clearly thinks he's... Yeah, she just told me how awesome I was, (laughs) just in general, generally speaking. And then my wife decided to dig through my phone because I had a text message from a young, probably, what, 21-year-old. Who knows? Who knows, if that. Yeah, maybe, maybe not, unsure. My favorite part of that was I basically told the truth. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't break any laws. Yeah, basically told the truth to her as she just went through my phone and read all the text messages. Sounds like sounds like he didn't tell the truth at all. She just like read read what happened. I feel so bad for his wife because it's like actually like very broadcasted. Like this has gotten to People magazine. To New York Times. Yeah, like, it's got to be humiliating. You know what the saddest, not the saddest part, there's a lot of sad parts about this. She's probably the only reason he even has a job because like she, he got, she got him the assistant coach job. Yeah, exactly. Like the She's dude, the head coach the dude, The dude was just living his life probably just on a men's beer league bowling team and was like good. And his wife's like, you know what? I'm better at you than bowling. I'm the head coach at this college. Let me throw a bone to my husband, you know, and give him a job. Moving on from the most dramatic story in sports this week to the most dramatic TV show of all time. That's how they kind of like start. This is the most dramatic season ever that we've ever seen. We are talking about The Bachelor and about sports and about how The Bachelor and sports mix because I'm telling you there is a pipeline from like average college football players who make NFL practice squads to the bachelor there is a pipeline they feed these guys into bachelor nation 
Yes, I will say this. I feel like average college players kind of, you know, I feel like that, you know, downplays their abilities. Most of these guys were like pretty, oh, sure. pretty good college yeah. players, well, okay. really good college players. They're just not like, I guess, great NFL players. Yeah. But there are there's so many sports crossovers when it comes to The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Season 20 of The Bachelorette premieres Monday. I'm Season excited. Season 20, wow. Season 20, can you believe that? Charity is her name. I really know very little about her because I did not watch Zach's season and she was a contestant from Zach's season. Zach, to me, appeared boring, so I didn't go there. I do feel like the franchise is dying a little bit. Yeah, it feels like they've lost their luster. Last Bachelor premiere had 2.96 million viewers. At the show's peak in 2003, they were drawing in as many as 12.5 million fans for the season premiere. Mm. Tough. That's a difference of like nine million That's people. Not insignificant. That's crazy. Yeah. The ratings are dropping. Oh yeah. It feels like the quality of the show has gone down a little bit. They've kind of like played run their course. And I think we're all realizing that it doesn't actually really work in most cases. Yes, but like do people really care about that? Like, do you really care whether I or not do. they stay together? Or like is that that's not why you watch a show though, is it? I'm like invested in the love stories. And Are you actually though? Oh, absolutely. Sure. I'm going to push back on this a little bit. Okay. The drama is the best part. Yes. The love stories are the second best part. Maybe. They've had 50 seasons. More than 50 seasons. Wait, what? What? I thought you said we're on season 20. Of The Bachelorette. Oh, but then you got like The Bachelor, Bachelorette. And then you also seasons. have like Bachelor in Paradise. Got it. Got it. Yeah. 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 There's been 27 seasons of The Bachelor and then, of course, Bachelor in Paradise. There are 30 couples still together. What? Yeah, I but thought that's it was from, like three. So that's from, that includes like... Oh, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor and in people Paradise. Who, is that like also including people who've met from Through like the Bachelor, Bachelor Nation. Fan, Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Got it, got it. So anyways, The Bachelor has a way with like mixing with athletes. And I think because it's a competition-like show... Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It's almost like these people thrive on competition, thrive on sport, and they're like, I could win this. Yeah, and I guess also ABC probably wants people who have a little bit of a following. So if you're like a college stud, you know, a college star or something like that, they're like, yeah, like he already has a little bit of a built-in following. Also, they probably have a little bit of a platform to be like, not exposed, but like found by producers. So like it kind of makes sense. But it's, it is like the crossover between mm-hmm. the two worlds. Pretty heavy, pretty intense. Um, so I'm excited to watch The Bachelorette on Monday. Will you watch it with me? Uh, we'll see. When I was a bit younger and without two kids, there were always like bachelor nights yeah, at bachelor friends' nights, house, yeah. houses. Um, but I we don't do that anymore. Yeah, I know. The bachelor. So now we're going to have to start bachelor nights. Seems a little aggressive. I'll watch the first episode because I feel like it's like a lot of theatrics. Because like love pe- the pe- first people are like trying to like they have to make that first impression to get that rose because like it doesn't rose. matter if it's a good impression or a bad impression. You got to be noticed, right? Like the la- the worst thing you could do is just like be plain and boring. Did you know? Fun fact that like ninety percent of the time, the Bachelorette's first impression rose, whoever that goes to, is the one she chooses in the end. I feel like you pulled that stat out of your ass. I. It's not like exact numbers but 90 percent 90 around 90 percent it's very often i did know that i didn't know 90 percent 
I okay, I made that number up, but okay. So the first professional athlete on The Bachelor was named Jesse Palmer. And you might know who He that was the is. first bachelor? He was the first pro athlete on oh, The Bachelor. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Um he played for 5 years in the NFL. He was on the New York Giants. Mhm. He was basically yeah, a he got drafted to the Giants. Yeah, he is probably the most skilled athlete that the Bachelor franchise has ever had on. Really? I feel like he's number two, but he's definitely one or two. Oh, who's number one? I think it's Clay Harbor in terms oh, of like Clay Harbor. I in terms him. of their like actual production in the NFL or like in the pro league itself. But so, I will say Jesse Palmer feels like the second most, and he actually had an NFL career, right? He did. Five years is a long time. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. obviously dropped eventually and then went into like game show hosting i think he hosted like the food network shows for a minute Oh, interesting and now he is the host of the bachelor and bachelorette franchise after chris harrison's mishap it feels like that was actually sort of the beginning of the end for the bachelor maybe a little bit yeah losing chris harrison it's a big loss tough loss so jesse palmer is now the host he do you want to know a fun fact about jesse palmer sure he's canadian no way. Yeah. Well, he's from, I believe, Toronto. Um, yeah, he's Canadian. After his stint in the NFL, he actually tried He all tried to go to the CFL for a little bit, and he was like on a practice squad, and then he ended up, I think, CFL is the Canadian Football League. Yep. I think our listeners are probably like, I never thought I would learn so much about Canada by listening to a podcast. Oh, Canada. Thank you for that. Let's talk about Clay Harbor. Yeah. I didn't really put him on my list because he really? was he was good actually i don't really know anything about his nfl career but on his season yeah he was kind of fun to watch yeah he was fun to watch very cute guy he just was like just too soft, nice very nice which is kind of like not what you'd expect from like an nfl player right you just like picture these like really like mean like oh yeah i'm the man kind of guy from an nfl, NFL player but it was like a nice you know perspective into it um funny enough though he had to. Do you remember he had to leave The Bachelor because he hurt his wrist playing football, football. with the yes. other contestants? I do remember this. Like, how funny is that? It's like you're the NFL player and you get hurt playing football with the contestants. Like, you should just be like dominating him. Um, and he ended up like needing surgery, and it was sort of like, I mean, his career was kind of over, but like that was like the end of it, sort of thing, right? So he played for nine years in the NFL. Yeah, so he he legitimately had a career, right? So he was drafted by the Eagles in the fourth round, which is like no, like that's a that's legit. Like you're a really, really, really good football player if you do that. Then he, you know, had a pretty good rookie season. Um, yeah, he like he legitimately played. He's had catches. He has touchdowns, and then he kind of just expired at the end. But like ultimately. Like, having nine years in the NFL, even if you're, like, on a practice squad, like, that's legit. Like, you have to be a really, really, really good football player to even make the NFL, let alone play. Well, good for Clay Harbor. Mm -hmm. Um, He, you know, went on The Bachelorette and then was on Bachelor in Paradise. Neither ended up working out for him. He is still single. You know, he dodged a bullet. I forget the name of the girl that he was sort of courting, but, like... In Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, she was the worst. And she kind of like slamming him a little bit after the fact was like, oh, like he just, you know, he was like a failure in the NFL and he was like, you know, and he just kind of talked trash about his NFL career. And it's like, 
Like the dude made a good amount of money in the NFL and he actually had a pretty good career, relatively speaking. I mean, the average NFL career, I think, is only three years. He was on Becca's season. Yeah, Becca's season and he didn't go super far. But in Bachelor in Paradise, the girl that he was courting, I forget her name, but she sucked. The way you are using courting, is that like pursuing? Yeah, when you like court someone, you like kind of date them. That's cute. I like that. Ryan Sutter. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. So he was from the first season of The Bachelorette. And he was in the NFL, kind of. He, like, really thrived in college. He was on Colorado. And then he was drafted by the Ravens. And then he was cut in training camp. (laughs) And then he was signed with the Panthers. And then he got hurt in the first play of his first game in the NFL. That's tough. And then he was signed again on the New York Jets, and then he was released with them. Then he signed with the Seahawks, but then he was cut. And then he played one season for the Barcelona Dragons of NFL Europe, which I did not know was a thing. There's an NFL Europe? There apparently was. And in the spring of 2005, he was invited to try out with the Saints, but suffered a knee injury during minicamp. And that was the last of his NFL career. Look, don't I feel, worry. I feel like it's really tough to crack a squad in the NFL. Clearly. Don't worry. He did go on to be a competitor in season nine of American Ninja Warrior. Let's go. And also. I love watching that, by the way. American Ninja Warrior. It's thrilling. It yeah. really is. He also did marry Trista, who was the first bachelorette ever. And they are still married. Good for them. It's like 20 years later. Beat the odds. Okay. I don't even know how to say this. Ari Lewandyke. Lewandyke? Lewandyke Jr. I think it's just Lewandyke Jr. Yeah. Um, So he may not be like that impressive of an athlete, but his father was. That's kind of like... Was his father a race car driver? Yes. Well, because like Ari was also a race car driver. I remember them talking about that. Yeah, but his dad also named Ari, won like the Indy 500 twice. Oh, yeah, okay, that's legit. So He was legit. But then Ari Leonike Jr., not as legit. Yeah, I was going to say, like, can we even call him a pro? I mean, look, I don't follow racing, so I don't really know, but I don't think he was on any, like, mainstream circuit. No, he, he was not. He did, like, some mini races and won, but mostly thrived in his reality television career. Do you remember Ari's season? Did you watch it with me? I feel like I did. I do remember some of the things. I remember Becca, because Becca was on his season, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So Ari chose Becca in the end. I just remember he was looking like an old man. He would like white hair a little bit. Yeah. No, he is old. He's like way older than most other Bachelor contestants. He was born in 1981. He is old. My goodness. How old is he if he was born in 1981? Like 40, 42, 43. 42. So the winner was Becca Kufrin, as we know. Um, but then in the, like, after the final rose, it showed a video of him breaking up with Becca because he still had feelings for Lauren. Mm. So he dumped Becca and then got engaged to Lauren. And now they're married with three kids. Oh, wow. Yes. They have three kids. It doesn't feel like that long ago. I know. They have three kids. Well, they had twins recently. Okay. That'll do that. Uh, (laughs) It was really controversial. Like, everybody hated him. Yes. I do remember the hate. But 
he wasn't the real athlete. It was his father. I kind of think he rode on little his Nepo father's baby. little racing Nepo baby. Racing Nepo baby. Hey, you know what? Take what you get, right? Gotta, <laughs> gotta ride that privilege out. Not everyone gets it. So when you got it, use it. I'm not mad at Nepo babies. Okay, Colton Underwood. Oh. oh, yeah. I forgot about him. How do you forget about Colton Underwood? He... Okay, so he played two seasons in the NFL, one with the Raiders and one with the Chargers. His season on The Bachelor. I do remember that. He was on, so, okay, so it was Ari, then it was Becca, and Colton was on Becca's season. Okay. And then Colton's season. I just remember him jumping over the fence and running away. Train wreck. His season was a train wreck. I can't even stress it enough, like... He made really questionable decisions. Which makes sense in hindsight now that he's yeah, come out. Yeah, like, I totally agree. It was It's clear that he was like conflicted and Just very struggling. confused, yes. Confused is a good word. Um, so he was he's not a standout NFLer, as you would say, but he did play. Yeah. Clayton Eckard. Is that a race car driver? <laughs> no. Eckard, whatever. Clayton Eckard was a also former NFL player who became The Bachelor. I hated his season, to be honest. I have no idea who you're talking about. He only spent, you wouldn't watch it with me. He's like a goober. In what, in like, in what way though? I cannot describe it other than look up a picture of him. He is a goober. Clayton Eckerd is all the ick in the world. Well, like goobers aren't necessarily icky. This man is rings zero bells oh okay i recognize the face now yeah so he spent one season in training camp and was released okay so that was his that was the extent of his what was controversial about him because the face makes me think controversy well he told like i love that you remember this I think he slept with all three women and told all three women that he loved them. Oh, yes. That's really, right. like, strung them along until the very end. Yeah, that's right. And then they all sort of turned on him. They all yeah. left. Yeah, well, because they all, like, you know, after the final rose, it's like they all get to see what he's saying. And it's like, what the F? So he did end up dating Susie for a while from his season, but they are now broken up. Classic. Jordan Rogers. Shocker. Mm, yes. Jordan Rogers. Um, so he's the brother of Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Aaron's little little baby brother. But he did play kind of in the NFL. He was an undrafted yeah. free agent in 2013. I don't think he played in any games or played any snaps. He was just on the practice squads yeah. for the Bucks and the Dolphins. Yep. But then well, and the Jaguars because he the Jaguars were the ones who signed they, him yeah. right after the draft, and then I think they released him that summer. He also went to the Canadian Football League. And then he quit. Oh. He's a quitter. Oh, sorry. Makes, makes sense. Because it was the Canadian football league. You want to know? Yeah, it's much tougher than, than the NFL. Everyone knows that. I'm sure. Um, you want to know something funny that I didn't know? Yes. He did make an appearance in Pitch Perfect 2 as a member of the Green Bay Packers, funny enough. Jordan Rodgers? Yeah, which is the team that obviously his estranged brother is like the star for, right? That's incredible. How funny is that? So Jordan and Aaron obviously have a very strained relationship. Yes. Um, but it's not just Jordan. I side, I, side with, I side with Aaron. I side with Jordan. Now we're in a fight. Anyone who quits the CFL. Pff. 
Here's the thing. Outside of The Rock. But I don't think he quit. I think he was cut. At some point, so Aaron is estranged from his parents, his two brothers. I thought it was just one. Two. There were two, and neither how of them many, like How many him. brothers do we, does he have? I think there's three total. Okay, because I thought he, I know he has a relationship with one of the brothers. Yeah, I he think. doesn't. No? All right. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, I mean, it's who like... Who needs family when you've got hundreds of millions of dollars, I guess, right? Yeah, who needs family <laughs> or love or meaningful yeah. relationship? I mean, pfft. All, no, all you, you need, have all to you look need inward. Is mushrooms and ayahuasca. <laughs> ayahuasca, which he would like to become legal yes. in the NFL. So there's beef there. I really feel like at some point Aaron Rodgers needs to ask himself, like, it's me. Hi, I am the problem. It's me. But do we know that? Because like maybe they're the problem. Nope. I think it's Aaron Rodgers. Let I'm going to be honest. Let me I'm give confident you, Let me give you a scenario really quick. A little scenario, if you will. Okay. You go to college. You're a total stud athlete. Everyone loves you. You get drafted to the NFL. All of a sudden, you make a ton of money, and your family decides that like you are their cash cow. They're constantly asking you for money. They're making you pay them tons of money. They want to buy new houses. They want to buy new cars. You're going to put all of your siblings through college. You're going to basically do everything for your family, right? I'm like kind of talking myself out of this as I say it. I'm just saying I feel like the relationship can become strained when your family just decides that like you've made it. So like you, it's now your responsibility to completely take care well, of Well, we don't know the story. You're All right, we know we is don't. no one likes Aaron Rodgers. I mean, some people like Aaron Rodgers. In his family. Oh, well. Yeah. So Jordan obviously was on JoJo's season and they got married last year. Oh. So they're still together. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Let's see how long that lasts. Okay, do you remember Rachel Lindsay? Ah, the name sounds familiar. Okay, she was the first African-American bachelorette. Yes, okay, remember now. Did you know that she dated Kevin Durant in college? Get that out of here. I'm dead serious. Dead serious. That just, she seems like so, no, no shade at Kevin Durant. She seems so intelligent. It just feels like that's not like a match <laughs> you make right like she doesn't seem like a like an athlete like a jersey chaser kind of and not i'm not saying anyone who dates like a like a college stud athlete's a jersey chaser but it feels like in kevin durant's case like that's typically the people who are going to be chasing after him right jersey chasers yeah I, I, I think that's a term but if it's not i'm making it a term she is intelligent she's a lawyer but like I don't know. I kind of think I could see it. Can we confirm who, who, how did like, who told you that? The internet told me that Ashton. That's who told me. (laughs) I'm just so shook. Like I, like, I'm like, I just don't see that at all. I don't know how that happened, but. Essence magazine confirmed it. So we're confirming. That's crazy. Um, So she went to university of Texas. Yes. No, they were in a very serious relationship. And then they broke up when Rachel went to law school. She chose school or basketball. Bold move. Do you remember Pilot Pete's season? Yeah, I do remember that one, actually. Also, a train wreck. Yeah. One of the worst. Pilot Pete gives me the ick. His mom gives me the ick. Do you remember her, Barb? I do remember Barb. Barb was the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. I still think about, like, how mean she was to the girls he chose, Madison. (laughs) Um, So, actually, no. He chose Hannah Ann. That's right. That's right. And then flip-flopped. 
and went to Madison. Yes, and then and then like it was like after the final rose, it like came out. He saw the things, and it was just like she realized that she was actually the second choice after he basically like declared her love to whatever the other girl's name was, and then they like ended up all breaking up. Yes, and then he dated another girl from his season, and they're broken yeah, the, up. Yeah, the third. Yeah, yeah. Pilot Pete is a lost cause, and it's because he has mommy issues. Mommy issues will do that. Yep. So, anyways, Hannah Ann though went on to live her best life. She's I, engaged I to an NFL player. I can never remember which of the Hannahs are who. So Hannah Ann is the one Peter chose. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't remember that. Which That's one okay. that is. She is engaged to Jake Funk of the LA Rams. Cool. Fun fact. Um, so Sydney Hightower was also on Peter's season. And she is now married to Fred Warner. Yes, that's right. And Fred Warner's like an incredibly yeah, yeah. talented NFL player. And like a total stud. Total stud, yeah. yes. Super hot, super hot guy. <laughs> Man rocket, if you will. That's a win for her. I mean, no, she is. She's really pretty. I'm she's sure beautiful. she is. But like Fred Warner. They make a beautiful couple. Yeah, they're going to make beautiful kids. Yes, they will. And he like, and he's a legit, legit football player. I mean, he's arguably one of the best defensive players in the league right now. Good for Sydney. Good for Sydney. She went from Peter Pilot Pete to Fred Warner. Peter Pilot Pete. Yeah, that's a huge upgrade. <laughs> Michelle Money is like an OG Bachelor yeah, contestant. I've never heard of her. You don't. You haven't. Mm-mm. Okay, she's older in the Bachelor Nation. Um, she was on like an old season, but she is engaged to pro golfer Mike Weir. Okay. And she started her own women's golf brand called For All. Oh, cool. Kind of cute. Yeah. Kind of fun. So this season, like I said, The Bachelorette is named Charity. And I feel like every season has, you know, some former athlete or a few former athletes. So I... We use former athletes. Freely. Freely, liberally, yeah. Liberally. So I took the liberty to look at her 25 men that are coming and we can discuss some of the athletes. So there's Caleb B, who is a pro wrestler from Florida. And basically that tells me everything I need to know about him. A pro wrestler from Florida. Yes. Are we talking like WWE or are we talking like college wrestling? It doesn't say, it says the wrestling ring. Caleb B might be a villain in the wrestling ring, but he couldn't be more of a softie in real life. So that gives me WWE vibes, except like if he's a professional, if he's a wrestler from Florida, that's like, now I'm picturing, have, like, have you seen Pe- you, Peanut Butter Falcon? Yes. Like that kind of wrestling, like deep south, like countryside, dirt wrestling, mud wrestling kind of thing. You know what? Caleb B is not it. I'm going to be honest, but who knows? Maybe he'll sweep Charity off her feet. Yeah. Then we have Chris, who is a world record jumper. That is the occupation. And world I have so jumper. many questions. Yeah. Wait, what, what does that mean? So it says that he is in the Guinness World Record book for the highest standing box jump and the highest standing backflip. I know who this is now that you say that. He's he all a- over social. He's Asian, right? He appears to be Asian. Yeah, I think I followed him on Instagram for a little bit, and then I was like, graduated college, and I was like, I don't need to be athletic anymore. Really? Yeah, he has some crazy, like, yeah, box jumps. And standing back. Okay, that's kind of funny. World record jumper. Yeah, he. I think he was like a fairly good college football player too, actually. 
Oh, it does say this former small town football star. Who knew? Yeah. Okay. It's um, hysterical. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Then, of course, we have Joey, who is a tennis pro. I feel like that's one of those things where it's like that's a really broad profession, right? Like, I feel like that, and I could be way wrong, but like you can be a professional golfer and not make any money ever because I feel like you just need to reach like a certain ranking level, right? So he teaches tennis in Hawaii. Um, He considers himself a a diehard Green Bay Packers fan, and his recent obsession is golf. For Charity's case, I hope she does not choose him. This is kind of sporty. This man is an underwater welder. I don't know what an underwater welder is. Do you you know? Yeah, actually I do, funny enough. Um, Probably because I'm from Alberta. But it's (laughs) actually... Hashtag Canada. Yeah. Um, it's actually like a really, really hard and dangerous job and they get paid really well because it's like pretty intense. Most of the time it's for like oil rigs, but you, you literally have to go like you have to weld while diving underwater. And so you're like in a whole diving oh, suit and you're welding. It's, it's very dangerous. In this climate, what? in this climate though, like the underwater situation. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like very dangerous and like very hard. It's a high skill job and very high paying. Well, maybe charity should consider him then because that is his profession an underwater welder. Well, kind of yeah. sporty. Yeah. Kind of like diving. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like you, you have to be. I don't know. I have no idea, like, the physical demands. I just know it is hard. So that's going to do it for us today, talking about The Bachelor and sports and that strange pipeline of athletes into Bachelor Nation. They keep coming, and um, And they stick around. And we'll keep watching, maybe. We will keep watching, probably, unfortunately. The thing about Bachelor Nation is, like, they just last. They continue to hang out with each other they continue to date each other yeah, it's like, like a forever it's like a like a sorority slash fraternity yes that's just slowly becoming less and less popular as the years go on but people make their whole professions out of this show yeah yeah probably more so like 10 years ago but yeah absolutely it's like a stepping stone to become an influencer yes exactly or like there's so many podcasts like specifically about the bachelor mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's kind of fun. Um, I I do think it's struggling, but I hope it never fully dies. But Chris yeah. Harrison commented on the sports-ish. Yeah, that's true. That was really morning. cool. That was fun. That was yeah. a big moment for us. Yeah, because Wyndham Clark was almost a Bachelor contestant. Correct. No, not a contestant. Oh, yeah, he, The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Which I think he been, would have been a great Bachelor. He, yeah, he seems a little like shy, not outgoing enough to be that, but I think he would have made a great great person as a bachelor not to mention i mean he's a sick golfer so sure sick that's, golfer. that's a win yeah that's I'd well that, that's i mean that's how chris and him met you would they give were, him they were, euros they i would they were golfing they were golfing together at like uh the pebble beach like pro am i think something like that and that's how they met and then they were getting drinks afterwards and that's like when it's like hey would you like consider being the bachelor and then they were joking about it he's like yeah we could go to like scotland do that golf course over there and we'd do like pebble beach and then we do this he's like and at the end you'd have to pick between like two girls and your golf clubs and you pick your golf clubs you know <laughs> and they were just joking around but then at like the end he's like but seriously though like would you would you consider it 
Yeah. So that would have been big for him. That'd have been but cool. But instead, he won a major. Yeah, this yeah. Past you know, weekend. honestly, pro- probably better this way. Did you did you watch the season where the Bachelor literally did not pick either girl, Juan Pablo? It was terrible. No, but you know what? He's also a professional soccer player. He is. Yeah. Who knew? Sports man. Yeah, I don't know like what league, but like apparently somewhere professional. Okay. Sportsish. Yep, sportsish. Have a great week and we will see you next week. We've got a really, really good episode. I am so excited to wrap up the month of June with our Pride episode. So stay tuned for that and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks for joining us.